Hello and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast. We talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of doofuses, starting with Jeremy Lee over there. Oh, man. Okay, it's back. It's back this week. Noel Shefflin. Yeah. It's just making noises. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and introducing our, uh, basically, uh, one of our three interns, uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Welcome, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so your name is actually Jeremy. Yes, sir. But we called you other Jeremy for a while until we settled on Jimmy. Yeah, we, we didn't like OJ. Oh, yeah. 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 We're not warm on OJ. Yeah. Nope. I, I was fine cold. with OJ, but but Jimmy wasn't fine with OJ. So, <laughs> yeah. So, it's funny that comes full circle, though, because I was Jimmy. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to the show, me and Jeremy, the way me and Jeremy met is I, uh, I read his name tag wrong when we were working at Best Buy together. You did not read it wrong. You yeah. actually were trolling me. Yeah, I was trolling him. But I just didn't want to go through the whole story again. But if we have to, we will. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was trolling Jeremy, called him Jimmy, and he never corrected me. He's still in my phone as Jimmy to this day. Uh, Mind you, that was like the first time you talked to me yeah. ever. Yeah. So now uh, we were coming up with nicknames for, for Jeremy over here, other Jeremy, and we were calling him other Jeremy for a while. And we were like, what, what, what kind? What kind of? We should get have a nickname because you know we have a Jeremy already. We should probably have a nickname to make it easier for everyone. And uh, and he's like, mm, whatever. Yeah, I'm good with whatever. I said, call me whatever you want. And Jeremy said Jimmy, and I was like, perfect, especially with the story behind it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And now you've taken on that mantle of Jimmy. Yeah. That you passed on the mantle, passing the torch. You're the dark Whatever knight. torch. If that's a nice torch to hold. You're the. You're the the Jeremy we we deserve but don't need right now or whatever it is. <laughs> whatever the quote Actually, is. Actually, we really need you, but yeah. no, we do. Whatever. Yeah. Actually, no. You're the Der- you're the Jeremy we de- we need but don't deserve. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. All right. Boom. So, uh, people have been asking us since like episode five or whatever Can't it is count. that we had this conversation and f- totally forgot to come back to it uh, about the zombie apocalypse. And uh, we thought it would be fun to come back this episode and uh, discuss our opinions on that. Yeah. So uh, the question initially was, uh, what would we do to survive during the zombie apocalypse? Now, like, just generally, what will we do? Or, like... So what's your what's your strategy? So I would do what any respectable human would do and cry for their mommies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Women and children first. Women and children first. No? No one? Titanic? That's Titanic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Pretty sure we all got it. <laughs> okay, fine. Whatever. Not the Titanic's the prequel to Finding Nemo. Anyway, uh, That's what would great. we do? Um, I would immediately uh, go to Mars. No, I don't know. Let me... Let me I would Make- go... Buddy buddies with Elon Musk and be like, hey, can you put me on your ship, please? I'll be like, oh, yo, Mr. Musk. All right, so let me paint a picture here. Paint it. Because I think that'll be easier to have a starting off point. Sicily. All right, picture it. It's 1977 Anyone? in Sicily. No, no one? Anyone? Right. No one watches Golden Girls? No, that's okay, Titanic. fine. Just me. Thank you for being a friend. Uh, so, painting the picture, we you're at, so uh, let's say Jeremy, no. 
Great. I love it. Well, I'm trying to think, all right, are we at home or are we at work? I feel like it should be a situation where you don't have control. So let's say... So it's not like you just got news from someone who's near an incident and they're like, guys, get out of there, find a safe spot. What would you do? You see no. it happen. Or it's, it's you're literally happening. Yeah. yeah, it's like you're in the heat of things. You're okay. literally just doing, going about your day, whatever it is that you're doing. And then all of a sudden you see a human eating another human and then you proceed to see more humans start eating other humans and attacking other people <clears throat> very uh, uh, violently, viciously eating one another. So, oh, also, are these, uh, what kind of zombies, do we, we want to decide what kind of zombies these are? These are? Is, are these 28 Days Later zombies? Fuck no. No, these, okay, these are walking, not. These, these are Walking no. Dead zombies. Yes. Yes. Okay. But like Fear the Walking Dead? You guys watch Fear the Walking Dead? Oh, uh, no, yeah. Not at all. They're less decayed, so they're not as slow. They're not as... Really? Yeah, it's because it's the start of the apocalypse, and Walking Dead's six months into the apocalypse, so they have less decay, so they're more agile and stuff. Mm. Oh. Even though Walking Dead at this point is probably like five or six years into the apocalypse. Yeah. Years. I wonder if there are still zombies the way out Carl there. Carl grows. Yeah, yeah. Because he was like, like nine, and now he's eighteen. So yeah, it's obvious that's crazy. He's a kid. Yeah. I wonder if there are still zombies in the Walking Dead universe right now. Um, shows specifically that are still animated since the beginning. Like they were at ground zero, but those zombies are still alive. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Like uh, I bet in the cities. Because if you remember watching uh, season one of The Walking Dead, when they were in Atlanta, uh, people were specifically saying, stay out of the city. It's because the city is like so densely populated that there would be zombies everywhere. Yeah, Rick walks into it. Yeah, he walks into yeah. it and they're just, they're everywhere. So I imagine like those zombies probably haven't been taken out. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them haven't been. Yeah. Or at least fallen somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no one wants to take yeah, they're out. just in a deep ditch somewhere. Yeah. yeah, they'll survive. So are the animals infected too? No, animals are not infected. Animals can't get infected. They're the they're the only ones immune to the zombie. Do they apocalypse. carry it? No, no. Interesting. Animals don't carry. Can't not in this in in this in this scenario. Certain, okay. In this scenario, so let's say uh, let's say, how about we're all on set. We're okay. all together. Okay. So. Uh, us and our entire team are on a set not far from here. So let's say we're in we're in uh, the downtown Summerlin area. So okay. if you're familiar, familiar with Las Vegas, there's like the Strip, which is sort of like the middle-ish of Las Vegas. Summerlin is over on the far western side. It's more suburban. So let's say we're, we're in downtown Summerlin. So what I would do is, first of all, treat it like a 48-hour film festival and be like, okay, where's our set? Where's our meetup spot? All of us uh, yep. discuss where the meetup spot is. If no one shows up, what do we do? And um, like basically contingency plans and what to bring, like what each of us is tasked to bring. Yeah. Um, so we're choosing to stick together. Yes, I would say so. We stick together, but like after, so if when it hits at that moment, we all group together because we're all together at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. So we decide what to do, those three things, and then we break off and get whatever we need. I specifically, I imagine we all break off and go find our families and bring it back to the group, bring everyone back to the group. So stronger numbers. But 
but at the same time, that's bad. You got a big group of people. One of them's bound to get infected. Yeah, that's true. And then you got an outbreak. But you leave no one behind because it's your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, kill them if you have to. It's about family. It's, it's about, about family. family. It's about family. <clears throat> so if you have to. So first thing I would try to figure out is like, all right, we need food, water, and weapons. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's a. Uh, Excuse me, that's the first thing we all need to be focusing on. Food, water, and weapons. So we're here in Vegas. Oh, boy. We're here in Vegas. And if it's right now, if it broke out tomorrow, it's the winter. So we can survive. We can get out of here. Winter is here. Huh? Winter is here. Winter is here. But if it's summer, then there is no doubt in in my mind that all of us would either be dead very quickly or... But I also, in that same vein, if you can find a way to survive in mm-hmm. Las Vegas during the summer, then you will outlive live the zombies easily. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the the zombies are not impervious to physics. Mm-hmm. If it gets hot outside, if it's 110 degrees, 115, 120 degrees, a dead, decaying body is going to fucking melt to the asphalt. Yes, like, here in Vegas. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Here in Vegas, specifically. Right. So. The zombie apocalypse probably wouldn't last too long out here because either the the, all the people would be dead or the zombies would be dead <laughs> yes. too. Both. It's during summer. Or both, yeah. So let's say it's during the winter, for argument's sake, okay. for, to keep it sure. interesting. Well, regardless of season, I think we should still figure out uh, how to get to the water district from here because the water district is like the mecca for all the water distribution in Vegas. So, so head to the water that's district. So would you say the spot? When I would after say, yeah. we all break up, I would say the water, water district. district is uh, the meter spot, and also hey, here yo, in Vegas, I got connects with the water district, dog. Damn, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, do yeah, you? you're right. Um, and also, it's not like it's water. in the middle of the what? <laughs> I'm just continue, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Also, the water district here in Vegas is like sparsely populated. It's like out of the city, and it's also on the way to Hoover Dam. So I think that should be the next location we go to after we figure out all our situations. Like hunker down in, at Hoover Dam? Yeah. Or at least head there in that direction then as we figure out what to do next. Yeah. And how long this is going to last. Yeah. I feel like if you put your back to the dam, you're set. Yeah. With the, got, all the water huge, behind yeah. you, too. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's a good idea for a while, but, you know, without maintenance, I'm sure yeah. that dam will just I mean, destroy yeah. everything. Including... Everybody you love. <laughs> yes, that's true. So Jeez. depends on how you want to yeah. go out. <laughs> Definitely not being eaten. Yeah. Also, I don't want to drown. Yeah, drown. I'd rather be eaten. Actually, I don't know which one. I, I would. I don't want either one. Uh, yeah, neither is good for me. I'd rather a bullet to the head. I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, man. So you're already dead. So your plan is to get to Hoover Dam. The I'm thinking. Hoover, God damn. I'm thinking the first thing we do is we get that's our... Af- that's like the l- short, long-term goal. Yeah. Like, this is after every... Like, we've all figured out what we need to do yeah. first, immediately. Well, let's... let's In your scenario, let's do that. So what am I tasked to do? We're about to, we're okay. about to split up. What are, what are we all tasked to do? What's Tony tasked to do? Aside from, like, retrieving our families. Um, so let's say we retrieve what's left of our families, because no doubt some of our families, knock on wood, sadly, in this scenario, would probably have been taken you know, out. I'll be honest. My family's going down. Yeah. My sister oh, could probably survive. Absolutely same. 
<laughs> my, my yeah, my family's probably going. Down. I'm gonna save my dog though. Yeah. I'm gonna save that dog. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save, save that dog. dog. My brother and Melissa will be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they will be fine. Yeah. Um. So each person is tasked tasked to get something, some kind of resource, right? That's that. that okay. Kind of what you want. Yeah, I mean, it's all situational because I don't know, like, what get if your much... family is you know near some other place? You, if you're there, might as well just grab whatever's there, you know? Yeah, that's true. Uh, I will have to say, out of all of us, both of us have the most useful cars other than Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tony would be carrying, you know, a lot more f- people right. and things. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Jimmy. I have He's a got a, you, you do. He's you got do a have truck. a Tundra. Yeah. Damn, yeah. look at you. So you can carry some big stuff. So I would say you're gathering uh, either firewood, since it's winter, and... Um, non-perishables, so like canned food and yeah, stuff like understandable. that. Understandable. Yeah. So, so you stack up on that in the back of your truck. One of us needs to get our. One of us needs to get our hands on as many guns and weapons as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, or even if you can't get that, then I would suggest you you use your truck as a people mover. Move like yeah. a, a lot of people around. Move yeah. them humans. Move them humans. Move them humans. And alive say, and dead. Mm. That's, a, that's a bad idea. <laughs> hey, man. I don't know. I would also say that one thing we should do down the line is, like, once we find a place to safely hunker down for a little bit, we start we start souping up the cars to be able to withstand more force. So, like, we, you know, like, spikes on the end of, uh, of Jimmy's truck. So if we need to ram something, then we can do that. We have vehicles that can do that. We all-purpose I suggest steel weapons instead of spikes. Ar- uh, armor yeah. up and ice in, cream In truck. Walking Dead this season, they have steel-plated the sides of the cars, yeah. and they stand on the back, and they use it as a nest. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. Like, steel plates, flat, blunt force mm-hmm. is better in this scenario, I think, because spikes, you can... Well, just impale ru- them and take yeah, them with you, us. You don't want to take them with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But um, I, I, it just it depends on the circumstance. I think, mm-hmm. uh, like, if we could make a like two steel plates, like kind of like a train, mm-hmm. like oh, the front see, end yeah. of a locomotive, and so it's just like ramming them and knocking them and off to the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So there are a lot of helicopters here in Vegas because there's a lot of tours of the Strip. I don't know if we want to go airborne <laughs> and just move to the coast. Like quicker. I would say the first my plan, if if this was up to me, I'd say get all the shit that we can, get as much as we can on us, and then get our asses to San Francisco. San Francisco, the weather is habitable year round, um, and it's possible for us to get on Alcatraz. Then we're safe from zombies. What if the zombies can swim? I don't know about that, man. Because like. <clears throat> It's very densely populated. San Francisco? Stay away from cities in zombie apocalypse because of the swarms of zombies. And also Alcatraz has a ton of people there. Either tourists. Yeah, a lot of tourists go there. So like if they're trapped on the island and, you know, systems go down, they're stuck on that island. They're stuck on that island and they'll probably die. But and they'll probably die and turn into zombies. But if we can take that that ma- that landmass then that is like one of the most fortified areas that we could possibly be in for a long-term situation. I'm talking about like long-term. You yes. want to be there for like the weather is habitable, which is important. Like, the weather outside is frightful. Uh, we can grow our own vegetables and f- 
and foods out there if we can uh if we can on uh, Alcatraz? Yeah. They have gardens. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah. I mean, there's got to even if there even if there isn't, we can probably get the resources we need to make a garden or if fish. if yeah, and we can fish. Like those are all multiple options that we can uh that we have to survive out there and it's fortified, which means that we can utilize and like the system seems like it would we would need to go into Alcatraz with a plan mm-hmm. to uh, to be able to take it and make it habitable. But like, if we're talking long term, trying to find somewhere to hunker down permanently because we don't know when the apocalypse mm-hmm. will end, would we head to Nellis Air Force Base? I wouldn't. I would say I wouldn't say uh, head for anywhere with uh, uh, like to to fly. Or you, or to gather weapons, just anything like resources, find stuff. Because like, if we head to Nellis Air Force Base after this hits, it's an Air Force Base. First of all, I'm sure it's very fortified. But second, like, would it be fortified by the right people? I think it would be fortified by the military. Because if you watch Fear the Walking but Dead, how would they handle the situation? Not like, good. Is it be yeah, like terminus. Yeah. If it's Fear the Walking Dead, it would be not good. Yeah. So they, we want to stay away from military yeah. bases. Stay away. Yeah. The mil uh, the military and Fear the Walking Dead in the beginning of the show, they like save them all, mm-hmm. and they basically put them in this camp. Where they're forced to live for a while, hmm. and uh, they well, live we in. Heard a, that before. They put them in a camp where they're forced to live, and then you find out at one point that they were gonna what shoot them all. They were just yeah, gonna. They were planning on killing they them. They were. All. They were gonna cut and run. They were gonna kill them all and then get out of there. Hmm. And interesting. And so, like, that's one of the situations where it's like, if that's the case, and they fear us being uh, infected, yeah, uh, that could be a very dangerous spot. And if that if the military gets taken out from the apocalypse, mm-hmm. and that area gets taken over by like uh non-friendlies mm-hmm. then they have all the weapons and resources of the u.s military which would be yeah not very good. scary yeah. <laughs> true hmm. but then what do we do for weapons yeah we need to we need I know to some people you do know some people we're gonna run out soon like do we okay so what kind of weapons and how do we maintain them um so I'd say first and foremost, at the top of the list, guns. Um, so uh, we would definitely want guns if we can get them. And roses. Yeah, and roses. You know, for you know, sentimental. Anytime them, you kill a zombie, pretty. leave a white rose. <laughs> <laughs> be a lot of roses. Uh, uh, bow and arrow, crossbow. I say that one of the things that we do is like mandatory training with bow and arrow and crossbow. Mm-hmm. So everybody is like. Because you can make an arrow out of almost anything. And not only that, you can reuse the arrows, mm-hmm. and it's silent. Yep. So it's just basically the ideal weapon. Yeah. I don't ideal. know if you can make arrows out of anything if you're going to fire with a crossbow. That's a lot of force, and it'll just splinter and splash in your face. Not a crossbow. Uh, Which we don't have regular. a crossbow, like a bow and arrow. Yeah, like, okay. You can, like, whittle something down or, like... Obviously, yeah. not a- everything can be turned into an arrow. You can't. You can't turn a piece of cardboard or a water bottle into an arrow. Watch me. Okay, <laughs> but like, you can. You can whittle your own arrows um, out of wood and stuff like that. Um, I would also say like bladed weapons, machetes, a razor scooter. So yeah, razor scooter, uh, <laughs> razor scooter, so that we can take out their shins, <laughs> and they can't chase after us. Uh, blunt objects. But maybe uh, makeshift like yeah, some blades blunts, on the end. Yeah. 
Like uh, Steve Harrington's bat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an effective weapon, I think. Yeah. You would just your bat owns a sports shop, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it doesn't have a bat, but okay. yeah. Well, so we have. Sucks we, to be you. We can have a lot of hats. We can hit them with hats and stuff. <laughs> We can look really fashionable while we kill these zombies. Every Hell time you yeah. kill a zombie, you put a hat on one. Put a Yankee <laughs> hat on them. Yeah. Uh, put a put the hat of your least favorite team on. There. Put a Cleveland Brown hat on there. Give it an incentive. <laughs> uh, what do you think? What, what would be your What would be your go to plan? I would just try to get away from people. Mm. I feel like like not people I know. I'd stay with people I know, but random people in the streets and like at the supermarkets and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Hectic yeah, and you're gonna say no to them randos. Yeah, you'll you'll probably die at the hands of another human. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah. you you isolate yourself and your group. So where would, would you go then? Go to? I don't know. I was trying to th- like. I, I live in Henderson, which is suburbs. All of it. Head to uh, Samboy Stadium. Yep, Samboy Stadium is a good one. I was thinking about that. I would recommend the the wetlands out there. Because there's a lot of brush and places where people can just hide, and that's a little yeah iffy. No, that that place is intense. What about heading up to like Mount Charleston, finding some places with water? It's winter. It's yeah, winter. So that's so that's gonna be rough. <coughs> It'll be rough. It'll be very rough. But it's, I would recommend yeah, if you if you prepare properly. You'll be I would recommend rough. Red Rock Canyon instead of Mount Charleston if we want to during the winter, but during the summer. During the su- even during the summer, there's some spots in Red Rock that are still not like blistering hot, and there's running water. Mm. Um, I know Icebox Canyon gets cold during the winter, and there's actual snow, uh, but there's still running water streams, fresh, and during the summer, still running water, and it's cooler because it's deeper in the canyon. Who do you think? What do you think everyone's roles would be in our group? Knowing in uh, for. If we're just putting Team Ismahawk in different <laughs> roles, like what roles do you think each of us will take? Let's leave our families out of it for this. Okay. For this. Our families are dead. No, no. Uh, let's say our families are alive, but let's say like... They're already with us and they're safe. Okay. Yeah. So what do we do? What are our jobs in, the, in, our, in our group to survive? Like who is... <clears throat> who is the one strategizing what to do next? Like, obviously, who's going to be the Rick of our group? Who's going to, who's going to, you know, like, I don't know. Who's the Daryl? I think you would be a good scout. Interesting. Yeah, especially with a truck, too. If you're yeah. going out scouting, um, keep an eye on things. If you find supplies, resources, bring some back in your truck, and then we'll bring the whole group. Like, we'll figure out what to do from so there. Like, like Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Glenn, yeah. Runner, scout. Um, let's see. I felt like that's actually where I would fit in. Oh, where you fit in? Yeah, okay. like as the scout. Not that I want would want to do that, because that sounds like the fucking worst. But uh, I'm pretty light on my feet. You're agile, nimble. Yeah, agile, nimble. I can be really quiet. Um, I mean, there's no reason both of you can't be scouts, yeah. and you have different Watch shifts and back. Stuff. Yeah. Yep. So that's So yeah, we're the scouts. Glenn and Maggie. Yep. Glenn and Maggie. I'll oh, be Maggie. I was about to call Maggie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Fine. 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 You can be Maggie. <laughs> Fine. I guess I'll get my head bashed in. Spoiler alert. <laughs> True. What about... I actually... 
as interesting as it sounds, I think Jeremy would be the Rick. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'm the Rick. Especially yeah. listening to him just explain what he would do. He has yeah. it planned out already. You yeah. know <laughs> what you would do to survive. So, mm. you would absolutely be the Rick. Okay. How? Or even if you weren't the Rick, you would be like, you would be the the advisor. Even if you're not like, you would be. You wouldn't. You may not be the one yelling the mm-hmm. orders, but you would be the one who's who's making the plan, strategizing what's what to do next. You, people would survive because of Jeremy, right? Even if Jeremy isn't the one barking the orders, right? Yep, agreed entirely. Who who's barking the orders then? I have a feeling that if we were in this situation and it was completely organic, it would probably be either me or Tony. Yeah. I could I easily think, see it I, being Tony. But I, I could also see but, it being my brother, too, if he's with mm-hmm. us. But just I'll, I'll, I'll shelve that since we said no family. I could see it being a combination of, of Tony and Jeremy. I think Tony or uh, Jeremy's like what Jeremy's instincts and intelligence and like mm-hmm. uh, like just knowledge. And then Tony's Tony was a Boy Scout. Like he has he has yeah. knowledge, too. That's mm-hmm. quite useful in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, Boy Scouts train for zombie apocalypses. Yeah, they do. <laughs> it's actually one of the badges that they get. But um I feel like Tony's skill set matches mine. Or not matches mine, but it fills out my weak spots. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. Especially his training in the Boy Scouts. Because mm-hmm. um, you trained in the Girl Scouts, right? Yeah, I did. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> what would Noel do? Yeah, what the hell would I do? Yeah, guys? what would you do if this what would be your first thing? What is your instinct? My instinct. Um, so we're all together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would also try to collect as many weapons as we could. Um, you guys all seem like you want to stay in town. Uh, is there a particular reason why you wouldn't want to leave? I want to leave. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely want to leave. This is talking like immediate. Yeah. Okay, when immediate, it hits. Yeah, immediate like what's your way out of town? Yeah, yeah. you got to stop. You got to set up camp. I think first mm-hmm. thing we. I think the ve- the smartest thing we do. Is get the hell out of the desert. Yeah, for because sure. If it gets the hell hot, out of Dodge. We're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, my my thing would say I would I think Northern California like go north. Okay. Don't go. Don't go south. So how will we get out of town? By the way, like which it, direction will we take? Because everyone's gonna be on the the fifteen south going to California. Our best and bet. It's a two lane highway. Yeah, our best bet might be to hunker down for about a month, if it's because it, right now we're what we're in December, mm-hmm. so our best bet would probably be hunker down for about a month or two, uh, and prepare, gather resources, survive, and then, and as we strategize our plan up to Canada to get to Canada, Canada yeah, sure, to get to to uh, get to Canada, because then we can make it to the land bridge, <laughs> <laughs> get our way over to 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 Asia. <laughs> yeah, do, I mean, do you guys think you would want to stay in town for like a month, roughly? That and sounds then, about right. I feel like it's the only safe way to go. Yeah, mm-hmm. we basically want to wait for everybody else yeah. to die. Yeah, basically, Yikes. and like all the like <laughs> specifically all the people in traffic because there's going to be a lot of traffic. Yeah, We've all those wait. people who drive fifty on the freeway, just let them die first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going to happen. True. Yeah. That that person is gonna get everyone else killed. Yeah, because yeah. they're not accelerating. 
Hmm. But yeah, I think the, weapons first and foremost. I know a couple people that have a lot of weapons. They that exercise like, their First Amendment rights. It's not even, and they don't. They don't. They just collect them. They, li- they don't shoot them often. I yeah. mean, they shoot them. It's so just collector pieces. Basically, I mean, they shoot them to make sure they work. Yeah, right then. to bear arms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right to bear arms. Like yeah, in Russia, know. they get the whole body, but in America, it's only the arms. Yeah, I think well, we could get. You got to draw the arms. Yeah, yeah you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, truly through the shoulder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, I so, would also collect a lot of food because food is important. Food is important. Yes, but where are you going to get it? Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to Walmart. <laughs> no, hey, don't go to Walmart. Yeah. I would think Costco. No. Yeah, I would try to think of solutions that could lead to more feud, food, feud, more food in the future. So, like, try to get my hands on seeds and stuff, so mm. we can plant uh, and uh, and do some agricultural stuff once we find a place to to hunker down. You know, mm-hmm. and then grow stuff here. Did you see the Martian? How do you do that? No. I would hella grow science potatoes. Science the sh- shit out of that. Let's science the shit out of this apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that requires settling down. Yeah, that's true. A, a little bit. Or at least, dude, actually, we should find some flatbed trucks and turn the beds of the trucks into mobile gardens. Oh, Badass. man, that's brilliant. Damn, dog. And then possibly, like, if we don't come across a water tank truck... We can convert, like, line the back of um, one of those flatbed trucks and just fill it with water yep. as we move around. Boom. Yeah. That's what I call fast food. Nope. Hmm. So what happens if we run into a group who is uh, trying to steal our stuff? Kill them. All. <laughs> <laughs> women and children. Jesus. What about their dogs? First, women no and dogs. children first. No, dogs are fine. Take yeah, it. women and children first. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So if we if we find people trying to steal our stuff, like how would okay, paint a picture, man. How would this happen? Okay, Do we so, wake up in the middle and they're like Yeah, so let's say we are Jeremy, what's your first choice for base camp? Location? Yeah. Um the day of. Yeah. Uh Hmm. No, let's say we're a month in. <clears throat> 30 days. To the second. To the second. To the second. Mm-hmm. To the second. Mm-hmm. To the third. Mm-hmm. Uh, to the window. To the wall. Where will we hunker down? Base camp. I don't know. It's winter. It's Las Vegas, Nevada. And there's a lot of people with us, like all of our families. Let's go to Yucca Mountain. We don't yeah. need. We don't <laughs> yeah. need. Actually, yeah. Why all not? right. So, out of the core team right now, we'll and we need to think logically on this. All right. So, like, <clears throat> let's say that I'm with my brother and Melissa, and that's so. That's. And then you're with your sister. And then, Jeremy? First. To keep it simple. And I'm only saying to keep it simple. Yeah. They'll they'll definitely survive. Yes. Um, keeping it simple, I'd suggest that we all, the night of, or at least like the first week of, the first few days, I suggest we all group up at either your brother's place or your dad's place because they're both 
they both have a lot of space mm-hmm. and they're in gated community. Well, actually, your brother's not in a gated community, but like yeah. preferably somewhere in a gated community. So at least if the gate's closed, it's gives like buys you a little time. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, unless zombies know the code. Unless they do know the code, that's true. Or unless some jackass pushes it open with their car and he doesn't yeah. close it. Yeah, or ever breaks. But still, that's you can still you can fortify a house pretty decently. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah, short term. Um, just so we can figure out what to do. If we can find a cul-de-sac, mm. a cul-de-sac might be might be solid because then we can split up in several houses. Yeah, and, which uh, your brother's place. Yeah. And then, kind of, we can fortify the street that we're on, like mm-hmm. that—the entrance to that street. That yeah, if we do, do bunk they? up at, oh, that's cool. They, they miss one house that's full of zombies, and then somebody dies, and then they have to move. But damn, for like three issues, they were in a fortified cul-de-sac. Okay. No doubt, that'll probably. I read the first. I read the first couple chapters of Walking Dead. I didn't get that far in. I'm not that far either. Yeah, yeah. but I would suggest. Your brother's house, because yeah. then we can still mine some Bitcoin while we're waiting. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, hey, man, value's just gonna skyrocket. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, <laughs> do you guys, if there was a zombie apocalypse, do you guys think it would be the whole world, or do you think it would just affect one place? It would definitely be the whole world because it's only gonna spread from there. Yeah, especially here in Vegas, it's tourist heavy. Mm-hmm. So someone who's already infected is gonna get on a plane. And the plane's gonna land somewhere, and it's gonna spread from there. Is yeah. It zombie? Or is it Walking Dead zombies, where everybody has the virus, and if you die, you come back as a zombie? Because if so, then yeah, it's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. Well, regardless, even if everyone is already infected, and if you die, you become a zombie. Or if it's a virus specifically spread through contact, then it's still gonna be the whole world anyway. Like War or Planet of the Apes, that's how it spread. Um, in any case, where there's a even today, polio is making a comeback. Measles is making a comeback because of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be the whole world. Yep. Like, real world apocalypse is already happening. Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um, Good thing all of you guys are vaccinated, right? Yeah, dude. Yep. High five. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm trying to think of what, what else. I, I feel like I would want to go somewhere out in nature. Um, seems like a safe bet. Yeah. So there's pros and cons. If you stay in the city, you have the benefit of already having human-made resources, uh, mm-hmm. buildings, uh, machines, like whatever tools we need. Mm-hmm. If we go out in nature, we have to bring anything that we can with us, but we have the benefit of not a lot of other people and um, hunting. Yeah, that's true. But then it's, you know, you don't have all the tools and stuff with you that you have in the city walking dead is a lot of nature and they hardly hit swarms or anything so it's like a, it's a safe bet it is a safe bet but are we gonna be able to bring everything we need mm. now this is without plot devices in a movie <laughs> yeah. or a show true can we actually do it maybe like you'd get as you're trekking into the forest you'd be able to take stuff with you but you'd have to lose it as you get deeper into the Woods. What kind of caravan will we have? Like a bunch of smaller cars or like one school bus to put all the family members in and then we have like the scouts in their own vehicles? Mm. Yeah, I imagine there's at least one really large vehicle like a school bus or yeah, a trailer. RV, yeah. Safer in numbers? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we, Do you think we'd be able to power an electric car? 
During the apocalypse? Don't. If you have a lot of batteries. Well, if we were Uh to actually do (laughs) double A, you need at least. I was just thinking, you want something. You want something quiet. Let's Um, just build a solar-powered car. You want something fast but quiet. Yeah, but whatever system that we get into that requires electricity, obviously solar panels. Good thing there's a Tesla factory near here. Yeah, that is true. That would be a great place to hunker down. That's the place to go. You know that entire place has got to be electric powered, Mm -hmm. like powered by solar panels, because. Elon Musk owns... Uh, There's a solar farm right outside of the city here. Yeah. 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 So... Stay underneath the solar farm. That's how you do it. Underneath the underneath. solar farm. Okay. It's it even hotter, but you can plug your phone in and charge it. <laughs> oh, good. I can Actually, it's cooler no underground. Because no one else has a phone anymore. <laughs> yeah. How long do you think it would take... In that circumstance, how long do you think it would take for cellular service to drop? Within the hour. That's fast. I don't know. That was just a number I threw out. Oh. I mean, are we talking about like the night of like the virus hitting and the virus is spreading? So is it a fast spreading virus? So remember in Shaun of the Dead when he just kind of wakes up and Mm -hmm. the apocalypse kind of happened overnight and it's kind of just, it's like, in progress it's like been in progress for the last day and you just didn't notice that's Mm -hmm. probably how it would happen like we would not i don't think it would we'd either hear about it on the news because it happened somewhere else but if this is ground zero then we would just kind of be experiencing it Mm -hmm. as it's happening and we would be like noticing odd things happening i imagine it would be within a day because if that news hits and it breaks out even if the virus hasn't reached people yet why would they stay and work at their job? Yeah. Why would people like I'm you're doing maintenance on cell towers? Why would you stay there when yeah. you know there's an apocalypse happening? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna oh. oh, this is good for overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AT and T. Yeah, money goes out the window too. Yeah, capitalism. Yeah, like, <laughs> money doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Finally. It's all only about <laughs> Thank survival. Thank you. <laughs> all my debt instinct. is gone. <laughs> Please, zombie apocalypse, happen. (laughs) (laughs) Lol. It's so easy to say, like, oh, yeah, if I was in a zombie apocalypse situation, I would totally do whatever it took to survive. Like, I'll be be real. I'll be the first to die. (laughs) think so? (laughs) Absolutely. Why do you think that? Because I don't want to live in a zombie apocalypse world. So I'd be, I wouldn't be looking to die, but if I saw my opportunity to die, I'd be like, all right, this is it, guys. All right, guys, you (laughs) go save yourself. Have fun with your life. (laughs) Jeez, man. (laughs) I'd be I'd be like Rick. I would do whatever it takes to live. I'd kill people. I I'd do all of it. I'd just be like, nope, I don't want to die, man. I'm good. I'm gonna live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live, dog. I will say that I will try my best to survive and live only totally. to save other people. Totally, absolutely. Not for myself. Same. What about you, Jimmy? I mean, Chandler Riggs, kid who plays Carl, put it best. He said he would find a tall building and. Shoot himself. Damn. Damn. Yeah. He's, he said from the world he's been a part of, he would not want to live in the zombie apocalypse. No, yeah. And it's like, it's extremely understandable. Yeah, it's probably pretty stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty stressful. Stress level zero for me. <laughs> More target practice. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy would probably be like the fiercest sharpshooter. Just... <laughs> Just uh, no, no consideration. He's just like just headshot, 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 headshot. 
Dude, that was a guy still alive. I don't care. He was in Double the way. Points. He would he would jot his stats down and he'd keep it like keep, keep like, track. One, two, three, four. He knows he's like eighty six. <laughs> Just tallies 86. in the arm. Thousand. <laughs> Amazing. How many walkers? Have you, how many walkers have you killed? Uh, like probably I, a million. I lost. How count, many people sorry. have you killed? I lost count too. Well, I don't yeah, know. Quite a few. <laughs> quite a few. Quite a few. I just well, yeah. I, I I thought they were zombies. Why? Target practice. <laughs> Target <Yeah>. practice. <laughs> All right, you're in. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Man, I wonder. I wonder how long each of I wonder how long each of us would actually live in that scenario. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's a gamble. It's it really only one is. Way to find out. Oh yeah. So if someone, if you did catch another person stealing your supplies, what would you do Kill in that him? situation? Kill him. Yeah. Is it a single person or is it a group? Let's say two people working together, and but they're I, part of a larger group. Am I with a group? Yes, you're with all of us. Let's say you, you gotta kill them. Okay, you can't let them. Yeah, because they're just well, gonna. No, no, I would not kill them. Really? I would capture them for sure. Yeah. and like try to find out what their intentions are and their group's intentions. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But like, nah. At this point, like. Yes. If we're a month in, then no, I wouldn't jump to killing them. That's yeah, a little bit of an extreme. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I'm, I'm just saying. In, yes, I would consider not killing them. <laughs> but yeah, if we're a month in, it's like we could still come back from this. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, no, if it's so like far gone. If we're a year, if we're years in, mm-hmm. if we're years in, and I catch someone if trying we to were steal my a shit, year it's in. like nah, dude. If we were one year in, at least. To the second? To the second. <laughs> Shut up, Jeremy. Is it a leap year? <laughs> um, I would still not kill them. I would capture them and I may end up killing them at mm-hmm. the end of that, that whole transaction, but my instinct would not be to kill them. Okay. Why? Life is precious. I'm like half Morgan, half Daryl, where I'm like, okay. life Jesus. is precious, like, and like, like whoever we can get on our side, yes, but if you can't, if you're not joining us, yeah. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like if they're part of a larger group... Mm-hmm. That's the concern. I've watched enough Walking Dead to see how this turns out. I've watched out. enough movies, guys. I, I have I have seen enough movies. So even if you know that there's no cure at the moment or no even like getting close to it, um, like there's no end in sight. You don't know when this is going to end. Would you still be aim- like making all of your decisions based off of the fact that there might be a cure at the end? To a point. To a point? Like... I feel like for the first like two or three years maybe, but then it gets past that point and there's no hope. After one year, if it isn't fixed, it even then is a long time. I'd say after six months and we haven't seen a cure. It's like, okay, it's like it's time to it's time to find a way to survive long term. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you know, <clears throat> I've always wondered Well, no no no. That wasn't the question. What I was trying to ask was, would you make, base all your of your decisions based off of the fact that there can be a better world afterward, whether there's a cure or not? Like, is it just us for ourselves, or are we still trying to build a bigger society, rebuild society, like, I, based on the s- decisions you make now? I think once society as it currently stands is lost... It's lost until we 
find a way to build back up to that, which I don't think is going to happen in our lifetimes. If everything collapses, everyone, everything crumbles, and people are there's a little there's a mass extinction, which is what that would be. That's like this circumstance would be worse than the plague. Then, if that's the case, then like rebuilding will not be a a thing that we could. I think we could really see in our lifetimes to have it be what it was before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that. Like, I don't know. You're kind of starting back from from nowhere. Like, you have no idea who is still alive and who is not. It would probably take at least like look at look at The Walking Dead. It took them like uh like what ten years to get from the first episode mm-hmm. to where they currently are, which is like where they're starting to have these small pocket yeah. societies who are coming together. Like, it could take twenty, thirty, fifty years to get all these societies back to kind of combine them all and create an, like an actual civilization yeah. where everyone is living, you know? In the comics, it's within a year. And the only reason that it's not like that in Walking Dead is because Carl. Carl grew and up. All, and all Judith, they have all these yeah. kids that are going to grow up and mm-hmm. so they have to deal with that. So that's why it's a longer time. It's longer, longer years. Yeah. So I think something that people don't, or at least I haven't heard people talk about, about zombie apocalypse is that if you're our the world as we know it now works because everyone every living person at least in the first world is under some kind of government uh overseeing how <laughs> things work right mm-hmm. and we and it happens like that that fast that quickly because we have direct contact with them like we see everything online or even if there is no internet uh, back before internet, like it was all news, television, mm-hmm. broadcast stuff like radio. that. Radio, radio. So saying like, so if you're thinking about all that that goes down, even before that, government was handling countries and large land masses and large amounts of people through courier, through letters and newspapers and stuff like that, and that's how information spreads. Mm-hmm. But even before that, how were cities and countries maintained? Uh, uh. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the thing is that's that's the interesting question that's oh, uh So by the way, one of the first one of the important resources that I would put on the list of things to gather are history books and yes. how to like regarding civilizations without technology like our technology today. So that world, we had, world history books. Yeah, world history, like how ancient civilizations maintained their civilizations and their people so that it could help us, you know, reform whatever we need to do here, mm-hmm. make it a safer place for everyone. Yeah. So it's not like all panic and hysteria. Yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, I think the world, like civilization will be thrown into hysteria just because people have seen movies and think that's what's going to happen, so they're going to act like that. Mm-hmm. But in real life, if a zombie apocalypse does happen, I, it's not going to be anything like how we see it no, in the movies. Not at all. Not at all. No. I feel like the movies are dramatized situations that might occur. Yeah. And uh, and it might happen like that way in certain areas, I guess, wherever in the world. Right. But the majority of people will still be somewhat civilized. Although I will say, if zombies are running around eating your face off, you'd be panicking 
Like, everyone would be panicking. Yep, everyone would be tripping. You got World War Z zombies. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah. even in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, which takes place at the beginning of the apocalypse, they show that, like, the government is, are the ones wiping people out yep. to try to contain the virus, mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of innocent people who are not infected, just getting wiped out, just getting taken out by the military. Yep. Um, and then they inevitably get taken out because... Because they suck. <laughs> yeah, because they're they're killing a bunch of innocent people and, and stuff like that, and everybody's killing each other. Everybody's crazy. Everyone's crazy. Everyone's so, losing their damn minds. But yeah, it is a, it is a show. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, a zombie apocalypse could never occur in real life. It's just fun to talk about. You never know. You never yeah, I mean, know. I'm it pretty sure. It wouldn't happen at all like the way it does in no. any form of media. No. So what if it wasn't a zombie apocalypse? What if it was a plague? Oh, and people just started dying? That's totally possible. What if it was an epidemic of some disease that we haven't been in contact with for a long time? So we none of us have immunity. Well. Mm. We'd all probably die. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. I mean, some of us would die. Some of us might be naturally immune. Mm-hmm. Um, like me. Yep, probably like you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of us I think would would definitely be immune and uh, and survive. Uh, I mean, what was the situation with the bubonic plague? Like, how did that that went down because of what, like rats and lack of hygiene and whatnot? The rats spread it. Yeah, the rats spread it, and it was like a lack of like yeah, the sewers. Were, it was mm-hmm. the and people didn't know how bacteria worked. Yeah, so, so rats spread it. So we just kill all the snitches. That's all. Yeah, just kill all the snitches. Let's kill all the snitches. <laughs> Put a cap Snitches get stitches. You know what they say. <laughs> Mama. That's what Alec Baldwin always says. Snitches get stitches. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Is that what he says? No. So you just made it up then? Yep. Okay. <laughs> always be closing. A, B, C. Always be closing. Amazing. Always be closing. All right. So <laughs> Great. Um, I mean, pretty. I think we covered that zombie apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, so we have about a few minutes left of the show. Okay. We, you guys wanna? You guys wanted to revisit top five comedy films, right? Hi. Yes. Let's do it. This might be a quick topic, so yeah. All right. So it'll be fast and furious. Uh, let's start at the end of the table. Uh, at the the end of the table. So Jeremy, would you like to start? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, so top 10 comedy movies, number one, top 10, top five. I'm sorry. I'm going to do top five in my phone. There's top 10, but I'm only going to do top five. I'm an overachiever. Uh, number one has to be, this is the end. Okay. Has to be number two, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Robert Downey Jr. And Val Kilmer. Still haven't seen it. Shane Black. Good Christmas movie. Number three, Friday. Okay. That movie. Solid. Solid. Not only is it a good movie, good comedy, it's just a really good movie. Number four, and I'm actually surprised this isn't higher, but actually seeing those three movies. Uh, number four is Mean Girls. I freaking love Mean Girls so Fuck much. Yeah. And then number five is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Dope. <laughs> All solid choices. Yes. Solid. Cool. solid. I have some honorable mentions, but I'll go over those later if there's time. My number one, I mean, do you count Baby Driver? Because it just got nominated for a Golden Globe as a comedy. <laughs> I mean, that movie wasn't very funny. It was. I didn't think it was very funny either. But 
I mean, it was cool. I enjoyed it, but I didn't laugh. Really? That would be up there if it's a comedy. I just love that movie. Okay. Uh, The Room. Also, if you qualify that as a comedy, every time I watch that, I love The Room. The Disaster Artist. Dope. That was freaking awesome. Yeah, it's a very solid movie. And then uh, Billy Madison. Okay. Excellent. And and then probably Ride Along. All right. Dope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My top five, no particular order. Hot Fuzz, Mean Girls, Clueless, Legally Blonde, and Bridesmaids. Nice. Dude, Clueless. Nice. Dude, I love Clueless. Uh, for me, in no particular order, Super Bad, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Back to the Future, Shaun nice. of the Dead, and The Goonies. Nice. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't put Friday on there. Friday is hilarious, but like all these movies, I think, have affected me. Mm-hmm. In ways that I don't think Friday did. Gotcha. Friday. Okay. Friday was just funny. Friday was just straight up hilarious. <laughs> Not funny. Hilarious. hilarious. Okay. Fair it's enough. definitely on my list of honorable mentions, <laughs> along with Forty Year Old Virgin, Ace Ventura, Spaceballs, and Anchorman. Nice. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> nice. What mentions. are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions: uh, Men in Black, all three of them. Okay. Three Excellent. Them. Dude, the third one was unexpectedly like, whoa. Third one was so good. <laughs> uh, I would consider Dope a comedy. So Dope would okay. be up there. Uh, dude, where's my car? Because that oh, okay. movie cracks me up, dude. Classic. Dope, dope. A classic. Uh, and Get Out, the South Park movie. I'm just kidding. South Park movie? Dope. Yeah, dude. (laughs) You're a big fan of South Park, but not a fan of... Oh, my uh, God. You're a big fan of South Park movie, but not a fan of South Park. Correct. (laughs) Canadians. And then, uh, (laughs) what was the other one? Um, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Eddie Murphy. I freaking love that movie. Samurai Cop. Uh, So, these movies are my top five. So... This is the end, dude. The first when we all saw that in theaters together. Yeah. Um, with the exception of you, Jimmy. I'm sorry. But you were there. You were there in spirit, even though we didn't know you existed. But we did. Yeah. Jimmy, you probably weren't even old enough to go to that movie when it came out. You weren't even <laughs> born. That's not just true. kidding. That's, That's not true. true. That's false. Born. No, you were grown in a tube. Yeah. <laughs> what are no, you I'm, saying, Jeremy? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking engineer. about myself. My bad. <laughs> dude, when we when we saw this at the end, I. I don't think <laughs> I laughed so hard in a movie theater before. Oh I was freaking dying, dude. Yeah. And the end of that movie, when they're in heaven, it was like the like I couldn't think of a better way to end that movie. That that whole movie felt like they were just like, hey, you guys, let's let's make a really fun movie yeah, about us, like an alternate do universe. The most ridiculous way we can. Yeah, us during the apocalypse. Yep. Yeah. Yep, that's how the po- apocalypse would probably actually be. <laughs> like, this is the end? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it if you were in L.A. Did you guys, uh, so I threw, uh, I made sure to throw uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. That movie is so good. It's so, that that out of all of these films I have on my list, besides like, oh, man, future, I've man. got two Edgar Wright films on my top five favorite oh, yeah, copies hot five, now. Right? Yeah, I have one. Oh, and you have Hot Fuzz on there too. I, have I don't have Fuzz. any Edgar Wright movies I on. Have Baby Driver. Baby Driver. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're the only one who does have an yeah. Edgar Wright film. Have you seen Hot Fuzz? No. Oh my god. Have you? That's probably my favorite. Really? Yeah. You've seen Shaun of the Dead and Scott Pilgrim. I saw Scott Pilgrim. You see Shaun of the Dead? Nope. Did you like Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Why Damn. You seen Shaun of the but Dead. But you didn't like Baby Driver. I didn't love Baby Driver, but I did like it. Yeah, but okay. Have you seen any other Edgar Wright movies then? No. So you've only oh my seen, god, <laughs> you've only seen Scott Pilgrim and Baby Driver. Yeah. Interesting. 
you have a totally different perspective of Edgar Wright than any of yeah. us, I think. True. You haven't seen any of the Cornetto trilogy. That's I don't even know what that means. That is like <laughs> his greatest work. That's what that's, anyone that's, bases off. That's Shaun like of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no. I saw uh I saw part of The World's End. God damn. That's, that's the only one I haven't seen. That's at World's End. World's at End? World's End. The World's End. Whatever it was called. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of that one though. It's the least popular of the Cornetto. Yeah, it's trilogy. definitely the least popular. I liked it a lot, um, but the Hot Fuzz is definitely my absolute favorite out of that trilogy. Damn. Hot Fuzz is incredible. Are they? This, they're not the same characters, are they? No, they're the same actors. Right, mm-hmm. but just playing different. Like it's. I don't know. It's so interesting the way Edgar Wright does these because he writes it with Simon Pegg too, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a big developer in in the, these stories, and uh, dude, I Hot Fuzz, holy shit, man! Yeah, it's I, so, I need to see these movies. It's so well put together, so well put together. Damn, it's like more like- so than Baby Driver, and Baby Driver has to hit all these choreography stuff. You, at the very least, I think you should watch Shaun of the Dead because Shaun of the Dead is my favorite zombie movie. It's so much fun. Damn. It's so, it's such a, I'd say it's definitely my favorite zombie. Yeah. Yeah. It's up there with like Zombieland and. Oh, Zombieland. Zombieland. Yeah. And, uh, so so good. good. Damn. Zombieland doesn't get enough credit. Yeah, I know. Zombieland is amazing. Zombieland's great. It's about time. They've been working on the sequel, man. But it's apparently back in. Dude, their, there was like a production. sequel in the works, then there was an Amazon series in the works, then that got canceled, and then there was another sequel in the works, and then I don't <laughs> know. Nobody wanted happening. to see an Amazon series without Woody Harrelson and and, and uh, Lex Luthor. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's what <laughs> made Zombieland great. Yeah. True. Yeah. Or those characters Tallahassee yeah. and uh, Columbus or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Man. Zombieland was great. Yeah, it's it a great. good movie. So, I don't even know if I want a sequel at this point. Yeah. If it's gonna suck, I, I don't want it. I think it's been too long. Yeah, like it wouldn't feel right. Yeah, what if they rebooted been... it. <sighs> I, I mean, mean, the characters. Yeah, I I'm not saying I'm a fan of it, but like it seems like something they would do if I, it's gone on too long. Yeah, I think a reboot is the worst thing they could do. I think yeah. a, a sequel that takes place. You know, a while later is better than just straight up recasting yeah. and yeah. rebooting. Yeah. Anyway, you should watch Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Or Hot Fuzz. Either one, you're not going to miss. For science. Yeah. For science. Yeah, for yeah. research. Yeah. But um, Hot Fuzz is definitely on my list specifically just because, like, holy shit, man. <laughs> okay. You guys need to see Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I know. Yeah. I know. That it's, movie. Is it on Netflix? Um, I don't know. I'll look it But up. I have it on Blu-ray. Stop yelling. You know what movie I totally forgot? Son-in-law. I love son-in-law so much. What's son-in-law? Polly Shore. I'm not I've a Polly Shore. Never Sh- so, oh. I've never seen that. Oh. Funny. I haven't one. seen it. Do did any of you guys have a Judd Apatow comedy on your list? No. But if no. I were to put a Judd Apatow on my uh, list, no, never mind. I was going to say Bridesmaids, but that's oh. um, it's Kristen like a Wade. Judd Apatow movie. It is like it. That's because it's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, similar sense of humor. Yeah. His wife's in it. Yeah. Super bad. It has always been a movie that the second I saw it, I think I was 17, I was a senior in high school, which is when the movie takes place for those characters. I was like, yeah, this is totally my life. It wasn't anything like my life. I was an idiot. What am I talking (laughs) about? My life wasn't nothing like that. But 
it felt like, oh, he's a senior in high school. I'm a senior in high school. They're trying to get girls. That's what I'm trying to do too, right? Mm. And then uh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just, I loved that movie when Super it came out. Super Bad put me on the bar case and got me into funk music. Yeah? Yeah. Dope. Like, literally because of Super Bad. Really? Yep. Huh. That's not an aspect of that movie that I actually <laughs> remembered at all. Surprising. <laughs> Well, that it's is, the opening. Yeah. The opening song is uh, whatever, From the Bar Case. Yeah. I'm not going to look it up right now. The, uh, the comedy was just great. Mm-hmm. It, was a fun, it was a fun romp. If I had to put a Judd Apatow movie on my list, it would either be... Uh, it would either be Pi- Wanderlust, because that movie cracks me up, or Pineapple Express. <laughs> Pineapple Express. I need to rewatch Pineapple Express. The first time I watched it, I was not a fan of it. But then I watched it a few years later. I'm like, yo, this movie is brilliant. I'm going to put my dick in. Sorry. (laughs) Does does Juno count as a comedy? Juno? I love Juno. I would consider that a drama. Like a dramedy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dramedy. More coming of age dramedy to me. Yeah. Juno. Which I love Juno. Juno is awesome. Did you guys have any classic movies on your list? I noticed I have Back to the Future and uh, Goonies from the 80s. I mean, Clueless. Clueless. Clueless I have classic. not seen Clueless. Billy Mattis is from the 90s, right? Yes. Early 2000s? No, not late 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, late, late 90s. 90s. Yeah. Wait, you haven't seen Clueless? I haven't seen Clueless. Oh, my God. You haven't seen Mean Girls yet, no, either. Bro. Dude. Like, what? Those are, <laughs> I would consider both of those classics. Yeah, both of them are classics now because they're be- like kids in high school today. Haven't seen Clue or Mean Girls because they were born after it came out. I that wonder if it blows still my mind. It is still relevant. Oh, totally sure. still relevant. It's so relevant. Well, there you go. It's Maybe I should watch like it. Like Clueless, when Clueless came out, that was incredibly relevant, and everyone was like, "Holy shit, this is what life is like for your average teenager in high school at the time." Mm-hmm. When Mean Girls came out, it just upped that because of the. Like the time difference, yeah. you know, Clueless came out, and it's a classic when Mean Girls came out, and when the teenagers of that year watch Clueless, it's like, oh yeah, this is a fun movie, but it's not like they can't relate to it the way they relate to Mean Girls, right? Yeah. Like watching Mean Girls, it's like watching real life hmm. at the time. At I mean, it's time. still completely relevant now, and like the way that ever since the advent of the internet and social media, I imagine that's what. At least what from what I remember from high school, like that's what the experience was like in Mean exactly Girls. What the experience. Is oh like. yeah, I, I feel imagine. like have you have you guys seen uh, Dick documentary? What's it called? Uh, American, American Vandal. Vandal. Dude, American <laughs> oh Vandal is how I imagine high school. Damn, being I don't nowadays. know. Is that wrong? So are we is only that, doing? Are we oh only God, doing so comedy good. movies or like just, just comedy? We gotta do. Movies. We gotta do, we'll do comedy. favorite comedy series. series. Yeah, oh we'll my God! Episode. American Vandal. American Vandal. So hey guys, if you good. haven't seen American Vandal, holy <laughs> crap! Do yourself that favor. Yes, you need to see American. Vandal. All I can say is that's how I feel like high school is nowadays because social media was a huge aspect of that story. It was yeah. like a primary. It was a main character. It was that. a main character. Honestly, yeah. it was how the story unfolded was through social media. Mm-hmm. So, like, bro, the, the way he pieced to together oh my God, the stuff so good. I from, loved like, it. those Snapchat stories or, yeah. like, those videos. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they? How did they plan this out? It That's, was so good. So good. Oh, my God. Geniuses. They're all geniuses. Dude, American Vandal was probably one of the best 
the best shows I've watched in recent memory. I, as I was watching that show, because I was editing, I was doing a, a, a freelance job, and I was like, I was editing as American Vandal was on. I, I was like glancing over at it while I was working, and I was just like, this show is is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant, dude. I'm sorry to go off on that tangent. I just... American yeah, no, Vandal I, I was love fun, dude. It was so good. All right, any final uh, any final thoughts? Anybody wants to drop on comedy? Favorite uh, Bridesmaids is probably one of my favorite comedies. Dude, of all Bridesmaids time. is excellent. Hell yeah, excellent, excellent. Dude, and what a cast of people too. So raunchy. Yeah, it was great. You have you problems over there? Yes. Yeah, no, I'm good. What'd you think? It's good. It's not as good. My sisters all hyped it up before I watched it, mm. and then oh, you, you had, had so you like had that. a different yeah. expectation yeah. for it. I think, how long ago did you see it? When it came out or? Uh, like a year ago. So recent. I think the more, after you get uh, more involved in like our story development and you get involved in like actually making films and stuff like that, go back and watch Bridesmaids and you have a whole completely okay. different view and appreciation for it. Awesome. Especially at, after like not watching it for a while. Yeah. Definitely do that. It's solid, dude. Hella solid. Solid. Any, not any like their poop. Um, special shout out to Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis movies because mm-hmm. I grew up watching that and they're the reasons why I like these comedies yeah. because they were very physical and like, uh, just really dry. I don't know. It's just, they, they helped shelp, they helped shape my appreciation for comedy. And I think that's why I like these movies specifically. Like the way you view comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like my, with the exception of Jay and Silent Bob, none of none of this comedy is really raunchy per se. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't even say this is the end is raunchy. It's really just like this is the end is raunchy as hell. It's so raun. They literally talk about jerking off on stuff for like in, fifteen minutes. And okay, that wasn't fifteen minutes. That was like a five minute scene. But like Whatever. even then, like everything else is very situational. Like it's funny. I don't know. Like I wouldn't really consider that a raunchy comedy. Jonah Hill got. Ass raped by Satan. Yeah, you're right. With a large <laughs> dong. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Channing Tatum unzipped. Uh, <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. It's called mad. the Gimp. That is His true. His name is Dude. the Gimp. That's pretty raunchy. That's pretty raunchy. You're right. What <laughs> are you talking about? What do you want? You're right. Good point. Good See, point. You know what? But I Kiss can... Kiss Bang Bang is raunchy at all. Like when yeah. you guys yeah. watch that movie, it's a very smart written like the one mm-hmm. scene that I showed you. And then Friday was is literally just a coming of age story. Mm-hmm. I think like even if a movie is is raunchy, it doesn't mean that it doesn't have value or oh, no. merit as a comedy. Yeah, like I don't. Uh, that doesn't take things away. It's like, it's a different the, type of humor, but mm-hmm. the story is still there. The yeah. structure is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the structure is still there, and that's why those movies are so effective. And that's why this is the end. It's actually like, ah, it's so good. So good. It's so dude. fantastic. It's dude, really hot fuzz, man. <laughs> Yeah, every joke hits hard, and it takes multiple viewings too to like really appreciate all the jokes or even catch all of them because sometimes it just goes right over your head first Merp. time you're watching it. Is that what it, like this microphone? Yarp. <laughs> Yarp. right over your head. Yep. <laughs> all right, guys. Any final thoughts, Jimmy? Any final thoughts on your I mean, uh, the room? It's not supposed to be a comedy, but it is. It is hilarious. So funny. <laughs> 
So funny. So good. It was such an awesome experience watching the room and then the very next day going to see the disaster artist. It's like, oh my Uh, God. They had uh, double features in Summerland and I was going to go, but they aired them backwards. Disaster artist and then the room. Oh Oh, no. Why would you do that? That that takes away from the experience. Yeah. Like I would, if it was the room and then disaster artist, I 100% would have done it. But why did they do that? Dude, why? Watching the room and then watching the disaster artist right there has been one of the most fun cinematic experiences I've had in years. Mm-hmm. Like wow. these, the last couple of days, I watched The Room, and then the next day we watched Disaster Dude, Artist. When we watched night. The Room, it was like such a fun experience, just hanging out, watching this piece of art. It was fun because we <laughs> were watching it together. Like it was me, Angie, and Jeremy. And we That's were why these like, midnight screenings are still going on. Yeah, because it's fun to go to these screenings, like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Same yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Damn! Like, I don't what s- does it take to make an experience like that for other people? It's an experience that you Six can only dollars. make by accident. Quite a, quite a bit of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. No, you gotta watch it, and you gotta yeah. watch it with people. Yeah, and, definitely, I will. Mm-hmm. And you guys, like whoever you watch it with, has to be someone who's prepared to for something. Who actually knows, like at least have the same kind of humor that can vibe with you. Yeah. To watch it, because if they're just coming to watch and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" That's <laughs> or they're exactly like, "What happened to me?" Oh, or no. if they kind of don't really know what to expect, like, like when I watched The Room, I was watching a comedy. The first time I watched The Room, I was fourteen, or, or something. Really like that. confused. I was watching it and I was like, I was like, "Why is this on Adult Swim right now? Where is Bleach or <laughs> other insert?" insert uh you know cartoon i wanted to watch in high school you know uh and it came on and it's just this really weird guy who is just anything for my princess (laughs) it's so weird (laughs) what a story mark (laughs) what a story mark (laughs) all the crew is just like oh my god guys watch the room (laughs) with a group of friends have a good time and then go watch the disaster artist because it was freaking awesome yes (laughs) man even like just looking at the disaster artist by itself it's still like a well-made movie really well made man a24 really kills it like knocks out of the park every time what did they make before everything they did uh did they do moonlight yeah they did moonlight um here, let me just look it up for you real quick because A24 has been killing it with every movie that they're coming out with. Um, They've been killing the game Murphy? Killing the game Murphy. And they're doing it like they're one of the only small indie, or not indie film studios, but like studios that are willing to fund these projects yep. like this because, you know, major studios now only make fucking blockbuster tentpole films. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Distributes around eighteen to twenty films a year Jeez. since two thousand thirteen. Holy wow. crap! So they start out with the Bling Ring, Spring Breakers, uh, Spectacular. Now Spring Breakers sucked. Did Enemy? They did Under the Skin, Lock, the one with um Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, where it only takes place inside of a car. Hmm. Him, him driving. Enemy was supposed to be really good too. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Yep. Uh, the Rover, Life After Beth, The Captive, Tusk, Hello, Tusk. Uh, Son of a Gun, Revenge of the Green Dragons, Laggies, and A Most Violent Year, which was nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, 
then 2015, Ex Machina. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, dude, dude, Ex Machina. You guys need to see it. Have you seen it? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. You need to see it. Have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What? Stop yelling at me. Um, Barely Lethal, Amy, Dark Places, and Room, the one with Brie Larson. Mm-hmm. Yes, which was also, which won mm-hmm. uh, several awards. Then 2016, um, The Witch, Mojave, Remember, Krisha, De Palma. These are all like smaller indie style films, like budgets of under 10 million. Looks like a lot of these are like 3.7 million. That's like really fucking cheap. Mojave was $8,000. What? What? Is going on? Oh, is that the one with uh, Garrett Hedlund and Oscar Isaac? Yes. Uh, Moonlight, which was $65 million. Their most expensive that year. But, you know, well worth it with all the awards they brought in. Uh, The Monster and 20th Century Women. Then 2017, uh, Disaster Artist. Lady Bird, which is also like a lot of Oscar talk yeah, for that it's one. Yeah, a lot. Good talk. Woodshock, Good Time, Minash, Minashi, Ghost, A Ghost Story, It Comes at Night, The Exception, The Lovers, Free Fire, and Black Coat's Daughter. Young. Young, young. young they young, are young. killing the game, Murphy. Shouts to A24. A24. They got some cool stuff. Well, on that note, we should probably wrap it on up. Let's wrap it, do it on up. Yes. Wow. Uh, Why? So, dude? oh, if you go see the disaster artist, make sure to stay uh, after the credits. I yeah. missed it. It's worth oh, it. Oh, you missed uh, it. You missed it. I, missed oh, dude, it. I have to go again. <laughs> you I have to go. go. I have an excuse dude. to go again. Oh, yeah. you need to. Does yeah. Nick Fury show up? Yeah. Nick yeah. Fury. Yes. Nick Fury shows up. He recruits Tommy Wiseau for the Avengers. Damn. He's the new Captain America. Yeah, he is. He is all American he guy. All American. He's all, Amer- all American guy. All American, all American guy. American, all American make an all American movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Shep. Uh, Noel is at Noel Chef. Jeremy's at Jeremy Lee with three Y's. And Jimmy is at Jer Corhonen. K O R H O N E N. I thought you were uh, childish. I was on Instagram, but I changed it so they're both Jer Corhonen, so I'm not him. Uh, uh, but uh, good branding. Childish Jeremy Noel is too long for Twitter. Him being Preston? No, him being him, him being Noel. 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 Oh yes, Noel has yes. two different usernames. I, I have two different. Now he himself. Yep. Uh, cool. Well, uh, follow us on stuff. Check us. Check our stuff out. Oh yeah, if you're a Patreon backer, you might have gotten some very interesting <laughs> news. Uh, if you're not a Patreon backer, well, uh, I can't really tell you what that news is yet. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we got some interesting stuff coming. Uh, that's uh, directly Ismahawk related and that's not directly related to us, but we're also collaborating with some friends of ours on a project a friend of ours is developing that we will give you more details on very soon. So make sure to uh, stay close to our social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and Patreon. We'll be posting all the updates on there so you know exactly what's going on. Until then, we will see you next time, or we'll see you another time. <laughs> Deuces. Bye. Deuces Bigelow, male gigolo. Hmm. Great. Deuces Bigelow, European gigolo. Okay. Yeah. Deuce Bigelow. You can stop it anytime. Deuce. Ah! Okay. Ah! Oh, stop that. I just pooped. <laughs>